0: One of the deep state's most important weapons in their war on humanity is the LGBTQ plus P juggernaut uh, that is absolutely steamrolling over the family and over the church. Uh, this is like a, a bludgeon in the hands of the deep state, uh, and I'm going to give you some examples. The Equality Act is uh, is an abomination of the highest order. They are going to use it uh, as a battering ram for the federal government to unleash persecution of churches. Uh, their end goal, as many of them admit, is to actually destroy the family and the church, uh, which are two of the most important bulwarks against tyranny. Population control is another major objective. Even the Bible is in the crosshairs, and the deep state is closer than ever to success on these crazy agendas. Stay tuned. Younger Americans really don't have uh, the historical context here, but Up until 2003, sodomy was still a crime across much of the United States. It wasn't until uh, the Lawrence versus Texas case in 2003 when the Supreme Court struck down sodomy laws uh, that banned uh, homosexual sexual acts. Uh, by 2015, just 12 years later, the Supreme Court was demolishing all of the nation's marriage laws and even many of our state constitutions. We had states where more than 80 percent of people voted to enshrine God's definition of marriage in the Constitution, the only definition of marriage. And yet uh, the Supreme Court took it upon itself to smash those all in total flagrant violation of the Constitution. Uh, and just this June, actually, the lawless Supreme Court falsely claimed that uh, the Civil Rights Act meant to include uh, homosexuals and transgenders, uh, cross-dressers and others, uh, even in sensitive jobs. And uh, we're going to have to see now if that uh, ruling extends into churches as well. But that is ultimately their goal. They want to uh, require churches, religious organizations, ministries to submit to this agenda. Now, the deep state planned this out long in advance. This didn't just materialize in a vacuum. And as you know, if you've been watching our Behind the Deep State series, the government school system was absolutely critical to moving this agenda along. So I want to show you a little video that uh, was showed to victims of government schools all across America in the early 1990s, back when I would have been uh, in what, uh, second grade, third grade, something like that, first grade. Uh, and this video was shown all across the United States to little children, first grade, second grade, third grade. It's called It's Elementary, talking about gay, issues at school check out this video today the law says that um if you're the same sex two men and two women you can't get married it is against the law and i thought that it might be kind of fun for us to sort of be pretend judges for a few minutes what i'm going to give each of you is a sheet that just tells you that um some people Think that it's wrong for gays to get married, that it's not natural, and that it goes against what a family is. Other people think that the state should not decide these things, that it should just be up to two adults to decide what they want to do. What do you think the answer to these questions are? Should should gays be allowed to marry? Should they not? I
1: don't see why they shouldn't.
0: Did you catch that? We're going to be pretend judges and we're going to decide whether those mean old people who don't think loving people should be able to get married uh, can continue to discriminate against our uh, wonderful, wonderful things. So this is how they prepared the way. Right. Again, back in when this was being shown to children all across America, sodomy was still a crime having a homosexual marriage would have been inconceivable to your average American. In fact, when uh, great organizations like uh, the New American Magazine warned about this kind of stuff, we were called kooks and conspiracy theorists, oh, that would never happen, right? That's absolutely crazy. Well, now the public schools are openly recruiting emotionally unstable, vulnerable children. They're exploiting them to advance the LGBT agenda because it's not enough to just force feed it to them from the teachers and the books and the administration. They want the peer pressure too. So. They that everybody gets on board. I wanna show you a video that we obtained uh, recently over at Freedom Project of a teacher, Lisa Avery, teaching other teachers how to manipulate and exploit vulnerable children to create LGBT clubs to go promote homosexuality and transgenderism on campus. Check this out. I'm a seventh grade English teacher at Rosemont Middle School in La Crescenta, California, which is part of the Glendale Unified School District. Thank you all for being here. I'm here because with a group of brave students, I helped start my school's GSA in 2015. Um, And I want to help you possibly do the same thing. GSAs are student-led clubs, so who are your students? How are you going to find them? Um, First of all, our leaders were unreliable. Remember we had poached them from the counseling office, (laughs) right? They were not the most emotionally stable students on campus. Actually they were the least emotionally stable students on campus. All right. You got that. She was working with her husband in the mental health office and they were poaching the most emotionally unstable children to create homosexual clubs in violation of the law. By the way, these student clubs are supposed to be student run, student led, student initiated and all the rest of it. Now, guess what? It's working. It's incredibly effective. Uh, When I was a kid, not that long ago, uh, maybe if if you're, you know, in your early 30s, when you were a kid, you probably remember that transgenderism was not a thing when we were children, not all that long ago, right? Uh, Me, for example, I grew up in in eight different countries on four different continents. I grew up with every kind of kid from every kind of background, race, religion, whatever you can imagine. Uh, And I never, not in my whole entire childhood met a boy who thought he was a girl or a girl who thought she was a boy. It was just it was inconceivable. The word transgender wasn't in the dictionary. Okay, now I want to show you some of the data. Right. The University of California at Los Angeles, their homosexual and transgender institute, I think it's the Williams Institute, did a study and they found that 27 percent of California's children today are self-described gender nonconforming. So they're boys who don't recognize that they're boys or girls who don't recognize that they're girls. Uh, and, And you're thinking, well, I live in a conservative state, so that doesn't impress me. Well, guess what? I was in Utah in March. Got some data from uh, some people in uh, the education system over there. Found out that the number of children undergoing, or girls, young girls, going undergoing a medical transition, increased by ten thousand percent in five years. Okay, from 2015 to 2019, the number of girls being uh, prepared for genital mutilation with hormones, with puberty blockers, with testosterone injections—these, by the way, permanently sterilize you—was uh, increasing by ten thousand percent. Okay. Um, so what is the end goal? Why is the deep state um, so obsessed with pushing this agenda? on Americans and people around the world, right? Our State Department now is is flying LGBT pride flags all across the world, except in Saudi Arabia, they get a pass for some reason. But um, you know the the State Department is threatening to withhold aid. You have uh, multiple agencies of the US government that have made it their mission to bully foreign nations, uh, Islamic nations, Christian nations, into submitting to this LGBT juggernaut. And I mean, it's in your face, right? They're they're refusing to sell weapons to them, uh, unbelievable stuff. So what is their goal? Why are they doing this? Well, cultural Marxists, civilization destroyers, um, they realized that they weren't going to be able to have a communist revolution in the West unless they demolished certain things in advance because they tried, right? Oh, you're poor. You're you're a proletariat. You should want to overthrow the system. You should want to eat the capitalists. You should want to expropriate their wealth. And they didn't, right? Because they were loyal to God, they were loyal to their families, and they were loyal to their nation. They had no interest in overthrowing the system because, hey, it was okay, right? So cultural Marxists, people like Antonio Gramsci, uh, the Italian communist, people like uh, the the subversives at the Frankfurt School who eventually came over to the United States, uh, they outlined a plan to demolish the institutions that were protecting civilization. And two of their key targets were the church and the family. So they had to go. Now we can see what the end goals are and we can see them coming into view. Uh, There are now multiple countries in the world today where you can be arrested and imprisoned for speaking out against homosexuality. Now, if you're a Christian, uh, the Bible says homosexuality is an abomination. If you're a Muslim, the Quran says the penalty for homosexual acts is death. Okay. If you're a, a Jew who believes the Old Testament, God takes these things very, very seriously. Okay. And 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 all cultures, almost all cultures throughout history, uh, except you know really degenerate ancient Greece and ancient Rome uh, as, as they were collapsing, uh, have recognized that there's a big problem with this. Well, in the United Kingdom now, they are literally framing, they're going up to to street preachers and asking them what they think about homosexuality and when they point out what the Bible says, they're being uh, hauled off to jail and prosecuted for hate speech. Uh, In Sweden, same thing, they actually put a a pastor into jail for months, a Pentecostal preacher, because he said homosexuality was a cancer on society. Uh, Incredibly, uh, the the Swedish justice ombudsman, um, over a decade ago, did an investigation into the Bible to determine whether it was hate speech and he actually determined that it was hate speech, that the Bible a violation of swedish law when it comes to uh hate okay let that sink in the government the authorities are telling you that the bible is hate speech and hate speech is increasingly becoming a crime across much of the western world and even beyond all right it doesn't take a genius to figure out where this is going right and actually the uh, the justice authorities in sweden they said, well, it's not practical to, to ban the Bible yet, but, you know, they could get around this if they just change some stuff, you know, it's, it's, right? As, as if Christians could just, oh, yeah, we'll just change God's word. Yeah, that, that's fine. Right. Um, and, you know, again. They, they admit what their goal is. I want to uh, let you listen to a little clip here of a, a prominent LGBT activist and a lesbian so-called journalist. Her name is uh, Masha Gessen. And she went on the radio in 2013 and admitted that the goal of the push for so-called homosexual marriage, uh, which is not a real thing, by the way, uh, was to destroy marriage itself. Right. So listen to this quote.
1: I um, I mean, I agree. It's a no brainer that, uh, that we should have the right to marry but uh, I also think, equally, that it's a no-brainer that the institution of marriage should not exist. So uh, (laughs) That that causes my brain some trouble, Uh, and and part of it, why it causes me trouble, is because uh, fighting for gay marriage generally involves lying about what we're going to do with marriage when we get there. You know, because we lie that the institution of marriage is not going to change. And that is a lie. The institution of marriage is going to change and it should change. Um, and again, I, I don't think it should exist. Um, and um, I don't like uh, taking part in, in creating fictions about, about my life. That's sort of not what I had in mind when I came out 30 years ago. You know, um, I have three kids who have um, five parents, more or less. Uh, <laughs> and I don't see why uh, they shouldn't have five parents legally. I don't see why we should choose two of those parents and make them into a sanctioned couple. And really, I would like to live in in, um, in a legal system that ref- is capable of re- reflecting that reality. And I don't think that's compatible with the institution of marriage.
0: Okay, the institution of marriage should not exist. That's what she said, fighting for gay marriage involves uh... Lying about what we are going to do with marriage when we get there, because we lie that the institution of marriage is not going to change. That's a lie. The institution of marriage is going to change and it should change. I don't think it should exist, she said, and I don't like taking part in creating fictions of my life. Okay, They want to destroy the institution of marriage. Now, if you're a Christian, if you're a Jew, if you're a Muslim, if you're uh, you know any, any range of religions, you recognize that God ordained the institution of marriage, right? Um, marriage is the the institution in which a family can be raised, in which cultural values can be transmitted. You have a father and a mother, each one who who models a masculine and feminine behavior, uh, and this creates the next generation and allows civilization to continue. They want to smash all that so that the government can take over the education of children. Now, they're also working on normalizing pedophilia. And you're thinking, oh, how dare you say that? Well, that's a fact. All right. I want to show you a little clip uh, from the uh, assistant superintendent of uh, curricula in a school district in California. We actually got uh, this clip from a concerned mother. Uh, we also got the curriculum they were using in question. So California passed this law mandating that all children be bombarded with LGBT propaganda uh, and you know LGBT history and all the rest of it throughout their school career. And uh, as part of this, they were teaching the children that, oh, in ancient Greece, uh, you know, men used to have sex with boys. And, you know, just kind of just throw it in there as if that's part of the history of LGBT. So they're teaching children. And, and watch this video real quick.
1: You why you're teaching pedophilia. Right here. history, as I discussed with you before, twice in my office, when you come to view the materials, I've explained to you that this is done because we are talking about historical perspectives of how um, gender relations and different types of sexual orientations have existed in history. So this is something avoid sexual Something that's occurred in history, and so this is really important for us to include. Alright,
0: did you catch that? Raping children is just a sexual orientation. It's just something that occurred throughout history. We have to teach it to the children. It's very important. Okay, let that sink in. In California and 26 other states, it's against the law to discriminate based on sexual orientation. And they're teaching California children that homosexuality or that uh, pedophilia is a sexual orientation, that raping children is a sexual orientation. And and this is about as mainstream as it gets now. They're coming out of the closet with this. Watch uh, the Communist News Network, uh, CNN, the fakest of the fake news networks. Uh, Don Lemon or Lamont or however you say his name, uh, advocating that we be sympathetic for pedophiles. Oh, they can't control that they're attracted to children. Check this out. Should should pedophiles be extended some measure of sympathy? And when I saw Jerry Sandusky walk out in handcuffs, I did kind of feel a bit sorry for him, even though I know the jury found him to do some horrific things. It just, I was like, you know, his life is over. All of these young boys, it was terrible for them as well. There are no winners. In your piece, you say someone has no choice to be a pedophile, but someone can choose to not be a child molester. So explain that to us. Well, we have to understand very specifically that pedophilia is separate from child molestation. Pedophilia refers to the actual genuine underlying sexual interest. For some reason, and we haven't worked out the details yet, there are some people born with a genuine sexual interest in children. They didn't ask for that. Nobody asks be a pedophile. That just seems to be the case for these people. Right. Notice what they're saying, guys. There's no choice but to be a pedophile. It's your sexual orientation. And if you can't discriminate against homosexuals for their sexual orientation, how can you discriminate against pedophile? Of course, you have to hire a pedophile to run your Sunday school. Of course, you have to fire, uh, hire a pedophile to run your uh, your Christian um, school. How could you not? Right. You're discriminating. OK, now, BBC has been pushing this narrative. The Salon, Vice, all kinds of establishment media outlets have been promoting this narrative that pedophilia, you're just born with it. You can't do anything about it. It is what it is. Now, who is supporting this? Well, the deep state is supporting this. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Obviously, all the huge foundations, the Rockefeller Foundation, Ford Foundation, uh, the Soros Foundation. Right, Open society institutes have been uh, pouring millions and millions of dollars into this uh, homosexual, LGBT, transgender agenda. Soros is, of course, trying to normalize uh, gender confusion. You have um, very, very powerful billionaires who are pushing this. Uh, One of the obvious ones is John Stryker. Uh, He inherited his fortune from his grandfather, uh, who founded the Stryker Corporation. Uh, In 2000, this man uh, created, he's a homosexual as well, he created the Arcus Foundation, a nonprofit serving the LGBT community, okay? Uh, and just in three years, right, I got the data from 2007 to 2010. It was in an article on First Things. He gave almost $60 million to LGBT causes, uh, making him one of the largest financiers of the LGBT movement, okay? Some of the organizations that uh, Arcus supports include the Victory Institute, the Center for American Progress, which uh, incidentally was run by uh, John Podesta, the weirdo who worked with the Clintons and goes to spirit cooking parties and all the rest of it. Uh, you've got the ACL. The Transgender Law Center, the Trans Justice Funding Project, Outright Action International, Human Rights Watch, Gate, Parlin- Parliamentarians for Global Action, the Council for Global Equality, the United Nations, Amnesty International, the Gay Lesbian Straight uh, Whatever It Is, and Gulson—however you say that. Okay, so these are all organizations that are being funded by these people. Uh, another deep state billionaire funding this agenda is Tim Gill, a software magnate who has donated something like a half of a billion dollars to advance this cause. Uh, we've got Martine Rothblatt, a, uh, a man who identifies as a transgender and a transhumanist. Uh, we've got Drummond Pike. We've got Warren Buffett. We've got Mark Bonham. We've got Rick Wyland, uh, and, and all these people are pouring money into uh, the Tides Foundation, this radical left-wing, subversive organization that then funnels this all out anonymously to the LGBT uh, battering ram that is being used to break down the family, break down the church, break down civil civilization, uh, breakdown, parenthood, and all the rest of it. Uh, obviously, Hollyweird, uh, you know, you can't uh, talk about the LGBT agenda being normalized and promoted without talking about Hollyweird. Uh, here is sleepy Joe Biden talking about it. Watch this.
1: When things really begin to change, is the social culture changes. I think Will and Grace probably did more to educate the American public than almost anything anybody's ever done so far.
0: So obviously the UN is uh, the United Nations is pushing this agenda as well. Uh, in 2017, the UN LGBT czar, uh, a homosexual activist from Thailand, uh, was quoted by the Argentinian media saying that uh, the younger the better in terms of indoctrinating little children into uh, promoting and believing in uh, homosexuality and transgenderism. Right, and that's in Latin America, you know, very uh, Catholic region of the world where uh, you know the Catholic Church still teaches that homosexuality is sinful, it's disordered. Uh, that's what the Bible teaches as as well. right? God says in Romans 1 that um, when people reject God and reject the obvious truths that he has revealed about himself, even just through his creation, right? his attributes are plainly seen, Uh, he hands them over to a reprobate mind. And uh, that reprobate mind is, of course, burning with lust uh, men for men and women for women. Uh, And you know what? If if these people were doing this in their own bedrooms, I I don't know that a lot of people would be terribly upset about it. I don't think SWAT teams would be busting in people's doors to enforce sodomy laws. But when you have them Recruiting children, grooming children, exploiting mentally unstable children, talking about grooming them the younger the better, to be prepared to push forward this agenda. Something is very, very wrong. And they've given this agenda away multiple times. I want to show you a quick little video of the the head of the U.N. at the time, Ban Ki-moon, a Korean. He's in the process of receiving the Harvey Milk Medal. Um, If you don't know, Harvey Milk is uh, probably the most celebrated homosexual activist in America. He was also a child rapist. OK, he was the first openly homosexual elected official in America. He was elected to the uh, San Francisco Council. And he raped children. Uh, at least one, maybe two, of his victims went on to commit suicide. He would target, and he would prey on boys who had, uh, you know, who were emotionally unstable, who had problems at home, who were involved with drugs. Uh, he was also, incidentally, uh, very close with Jim Jones, the Wacko cult leader, the who uh, took everybody down to the People's Temple in Guyana and had them drink uh, poison Kool-Aid. Okay. Uh, now listen to the head of the UN receiving this medal and talking about how important the LGBT agenda is to the broader globalist agenda. Listen to this.
1: It was from this building some 40 years ago that Harvey Milk helped to set in train America's gay rights revolution, a revolution that continues to this day, not just in this country, but around the world. The measures he advocated here, including new laws to protect the people from discrimination are the same measures that today we advocate to governments everywhere. The arguments he made about not just tolerance, quote unquote, but true inclusion and acceptance are the same ones we use today as we work to convince the world's government.
0: All right. Uh, UNESCO, the UN's education agency, has similarly been peddling this uh, filth uh, under the leadership of a Bulgarian communist. Her name is Irina Bokova, uh, actual member of the Bulgarian Communist Party, served uh, in high-ranking positions, including as acting foreign minister in the mass-murdering dictatorship there that slaughtered about 250,000 people, mostly Christians uh, and others who refused to uh, go along with communism. Uh, she actually, under her leadership, UNESCO created sex education standards that call for promoting LGBTism to children starting at age five and even earlier. This all goes back, of course, to uh, Alfred Kinsey, the man responsible for the rape and sexual torture of hundreds, maybe thousands of little children, he was training pedophiles to use stopwatches. Uh, and, and you actually can read in his research, uh, sexuality in the human male, sexuality in the human female. They took meticulous notes. They were raping children as young as five months old. They were raping four-year-old boys and keeping notes. They claimed they were experiencing uh, climaxes and therefore children are sexual beings. They're sexual from birth. And that's the, the pseudoscientific underpinning for sexualizing these children as soon as the government gets their hands on them in preschool. Okay, this is where the agenda is coming from. Um, and by the way, you UNESCO is promoting the World Core Curriculum. We did a whole episode on this, Agenda 2030, how education is, how they're pushing this. The World Core Curriculum, which you can still find on UNESCO's website, was created by Robert Muller, And he said in the foreword to the Teacher's Manual that the World Core Curriculum was based on the teachings of Alice Bailey and her spiritual mentor, uh, the Tibetan teacher Jawal Kool. Well, Alice Bailey, if you're not familiar with her, was the founder of the Lucifer Publishing Company. So you know where this agenda is coming from, right? It's not a mystery, uh, straight from the pit of hell. Now, um, <clears throat> the big pharmaceutical companies have also gotten in on the game, right? They recognize that there is big money to be made in mutilating children, right? The American College of Pediatricians has said very clearly that trying to convince children that um, you know gender confusion is normal or healthy or that mutilating your body uh, to become a new gender is is something that's reasonable, uh, that that's child abuse. And yet you have big pharma pumping money into this agenda because they're getting rich, right? They're opening transgender clinics and they're selling testosterone and they're selling puberty blockers and they're selling surgical equipment to mutilate these poor children. Uh, They become clients for life. Right. Uh, After they do this uh, horrifying procedure to them, uh, they've got to go check in with their doctor probably every month for the rest of their lives. Right. Um, And big pharma and the medical industrial complex is going to make a fortune now. We already know where this is going, right? I, I mentioned uh, Sweden, I mentioned the United Kingdom. Uh, we're starting to see that in America today, right? Who could forget the, uh, the the government jailing Kim Davis, right? As soon as the Supreme Court issued the lawless unconstitutional ruling claiming to uh, invent a right to a homosexual marriage, which again is an oxymoron, um, anybody who refused was absolutely clobbered. Um, Kim Davis is an obvious example of that. Uh, another one was uh, the Chief Justice of the Alabama Supreme Court, Roy Moore, right? Uh, he, he said that um, this was an illegitimate, unconstitutional ruling. The Constitution of Alabama, which uh, and this amendment was approved by 81% of the people of Alabama, says that marriage is between a man and a woman. And so he resisted and what happened? He was absolutely uh, destroyed. They removed him from his post to which he was elected, by the way, uh, and just completely destroyed his life. Now they are continuing to terrorize anyone who refuses to use their God-given talents to glorify what God has referred to as an abomination, right? Homosexuality and homosexual acts. uh, The result of being handed over to a reprobate mind. Now, you you know, there's all kinds of examples out there, but you guys know the story, right? You won't make a floral arrangement for a so-called homosexual uh, wedding. You won't bake a cake glorifying homosexual marriage. Well, we're going to destroy you. We're going to sue you in a human rights court. We're going to sue you for hate speech. We're going to sue you for discrimination until you can't even do business anymore, right? You don't want to take photographs of our uh, homosexual wedding. Well, that's like not bowing down to Nebuchadnezzar's golden idol, as a wonderful attorney explained recently, and they cannot tolerate that, right? So they will feed you to the lions as soon as they think they can get away with it. Now, uh, we know where this is going in America, right? The House of Representatives has already passed the Equality Act, okay? Listen to Nancy Pelosi bragging about this.
1: Today is cause for celebration because the House of Representatives has passed the Equality Act. In doing so, we not only showed our respect for the LGBTQ community, we showed our respect for our Constitution, as well as opening the door to so many more uh, victories in the future. Now we have to take it to the Senate and pass it there, but for a moment we can savor uh, and celebrate the passage of the Equality Act. And with great gratitude to the community who knew its power, weighed in on the legislation, and here we are uh, ready to send it over to the Senate.
0: All right, so what is the Equality Act? Well, the uh, nonprofit Christian legal group Liberty Council has said this is the most extreme threat to religious freedom, free speech, privacy, and to women's rights that has ever been proposed in Congress. Pretty serious, right? Uh, This measure would basically serve as a wrecking ball, they said, to be used against churches, religious organizations, religious freedom, and free speech. That's what they're doing, folks, and it's already passed the House of Representatives. This legislation would basically uh, define Christianity, Islam, Judaism as inherently hateful, inherently bigoted, in need of persecution, Uh, and it would force every institution in society, including churches, including mosques, although I doubt it'll be enforced against mosques, including synagogues, to hire serve, promote homosexuals and individuals who are confused about their gender. Um, a number of analysts have even warned that enshrining sexual orientation in this statute would even uh, enshrine pedophilia and pederasty, right? Uh, there's an organization uh, I'll talk about in a moment that calls this bill the Pedophile Protection Act. Again, the House of Representatives has already passed it. The Senate is very close. They've got almost 50 sponsors. Uh, So all that stands in the way is a handful of senators. We've got an election coming up uh, and the president. And at this point, it's not even sure that uh, the president would be to it. OK, he probably would. But uh, and, you know, we got the presidential election coming up. Anyway, this Equality Act, H.R. 5, uh, purports to prohibit discrimination on the basis of sex, gender identity and sexual orientation. Uh, It would enshrine these things into federal laws, into federal law, and it would prohibit any discrimination in anything. Right. And the bill actually says religious freedom and the religious freedom rest. Restoration Act cannot be used as a defense under this bill. So you say, well, well we can't hire a homosexual uh, to, or a transgender to run the children's ministry in our church. That would, do, that would go against our religion. Well, we're going to have to destroy you, right? The church would lose its tax exemption and would become subject to the uh, full force of the federal government's persecution. Again, it applies to churches, religious schools, religious hospitals, religious employers, gathering places, sports teams, all government entities, and much more. Uh, Christian adoption agencies would be shut down under this statute if they refuse to place children with uh, homosexual couples or even throuples or whatever it is. Um, and um, e- even if the, the adoption agency is a Christian or Islamic agency that believes that uh, you need a man and a woman, a father and a mother to raise children, that will no longer be allowed under this legislation. There would be... Uh, Churches would not be able to uphold any distinction uh, between legitimate marriage, men and women, and uh, pseudo marriage that the Supreme Court created. Uh, No moral standards on sexuality at all. Counselors will be banned from uh, helping people who have who, who suffer from unwanted uh, same-sex attraction and gender confusion. Um, Christians, Muslims, Jews would not be allowed to seek out counselors anymore to help them deal with those issues. And uh, everyone basically will have to bend the knee, will have to bow down before this idol of the culture, this LGBT uh, idol, this golden statue, or be targeted by the federal government, okay? That's where this is going. Uh, for women's sports, I mean, this is going to have huge implications. Right. A a woman will never a a real woman, you know, a a biological woman will never win a a sports tournament again uh, because men, uh, you know, pretending to be women will take over. And under the statute that's uh, mandated, uh, men will be allowed to go into women's showers, women's bathrooms, uh, women's changing areas. They'll be able to go even on church trips. They'll be able to go sleep in the women's cabins uh, if they just claim to be a woman or just claim to feel like a woman that particular day. Right. Uh, It's already happening in a lot of parts of the country. Uh, but under this bill it would be ubiquitous. There would be no escaping, there would be no states where you could hide from this, it would be all over, okay? Uh, We have over 100 of America's most powerful, richest corporations supporting the bill, including all the big technology companies. Um, And uh, we've got people warning about this, right? Uh, Jeff Johnston, uh, writing for Focus on the Family, a very influential Christian ministry, said that this legislation was dangerous. It would have serious, harmful consequences for people of faith and for families. Uh, And he had a really interesting point, right? Christians believe, all the way back to the book of Genesis, and Jews believe this also, and and so do Muslims, um, to some extent at least, that marriage is an institution that was created and ordained by God. Now, Christians take it a step further, right? The New Testament teaches that the marriage relationship between a husband and a wife uh, is a reflection of the relationship between Christ and the church, right? Um, Christ is the head and, and, uh, and the church is the body. And so the Bible talks about this, uh, St. Paul, uh, the Apostle Paul talks about this as a reflection of um, marriage, right, or, or the relationship between Christ and his church. So uh, this is what Johnson said. We understand that the Christian teaching about marriage has profound spiritual significance as the husband and wife relationship reflects the relationship between Christ and his church. So under the Equality Act, all of these doctrines that have historically been fundamental to the Christian faith would be described as discriminatory and would be persecuted. The full force and influence of the federal government would be put behind uh, this statute and would uh, would persecute Christians okay um, think about the uh, the implications of this guys this is very very troubling uh, there is a, an organization that was formed in response to this uh, ongoing um, uh, destruction by the LGBT juggernaut. It's called Gone Too Far Movement. That's interracial interfaith group of clergy and laity uh, committing to committed to standing true to biblical principles. They said they're aghast at this uh, agenda. They're actually calling this the Pedophile Amnesty Act because now we're increasingly seeing uh, pedophilia being described as a sexual orientation. Under this bill, discrimination uh, against someone's sexual orientation would become uh, illegal and uh, therefore Uh, Pedophiles might be able to get protection under this as well. So, um, Guys, we've seen where this goes, right? Look at what they're doing in Europe. They're putting pastors in prison, they're persecuting Christians, uh, and it's going to get worse. It's going to come to America if this is allowed to stand. Obviously, it's a flagrant violation of the First Amendment. It's a flagrant violation of the 10th Amendment, and it is going to completely upend individual liberty, Christian civilization. It's all on the line, folks, if we allow the deep state to continue using the LGBT agenda as a sledgehammer against our families, against our churches, against Against our doctrines, against our marriages, um, against everything that we hold dear, guys. And, and make no mistake, um, this is not about, uh, you know, not discriminating. This is not about hating homosexuals. In fact, um, even the idea that people are defined by their sexual proclivities uh, is problematic for, for people of faith, right? Uh, God defines that as a sin, yes, but but that's not who you are, right? <clears throat> sin is is something that you've engaged in that God can free you from. It is not your identity, unless you choose to make it your identity. So uh, you know there's pseudo lies. There people are being told that they were born this way and that they can't uh, they can't change that. Well, you know what? Does that mean that people who who look at women with lust were born uh, Lust, Does that mean someone who commits adultery was born an adulterer and they can't do anything about it? I mean, come on, guys. Think of the implications of this. So um, you know the the LGBT agenda needs to be understood not as an issue of of love or equality or compassion or, or anything like that. Uh, it is is a sledgehammer in the hands of the deep state for the purpose of destroying some of the key institutions that God himself says he ordained in the Bible that uphold and maintain individual liberty and civilization. Again, it's the family, it's marriage, it's the church, right? They've told us they want to get rid of marriage. They've told us they want to smash the church. That's their objective. And once they get rid of those things, liberty will go with it as well, right? I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that great stuff. Without you, this message will never get out. Uh, Again, thank you for watching and God bless you.